Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Well, welcome into Life Planning 101 here on this beautiful Monday morning on KTX KDY. Terry Slave is with you, joined as usual by Angela Robinson and her special guest. Aaron's in the studio today. Yes, Aaron Kennedy, our, our very own CFA. Proud to have him here with us once a month. And I know everybody looks forward to this show. Like when we pull up the stats of the listeners, they spike. We know when Aaron comes on the show, so everybody's wow. uh, interested in hearing this. But making you feel good this morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, we like to start off on a positive note. I did read something this morning I thought I'd share, you know, especially I like to give our uh, Montana friends up there a hard time about Texas always being, uh, you know, number one, right? right. Biggest and, and baddest about all things, right? And we were number one according to the top 10 most recession-proof states. Wow. Yeah. Pretty congratulatory towards us, right? Um, so that came from a Think Advisor. I thought I'd just share that to kick the day off. And I heard uh, someone shouting on the street earlier, and they were saying, you know, if you just invest $15 just once, you can sit and eat for the rest of your life. Really? So had to take a look right yeah yeah everybody's like wait a minute what what is this right he was selling chairs so, <laughs> and i really didn't hear that but i read it uh and uh i thought you know what a great introduction to the show today because didn't we just talk about last week too good to be true yes. almost had you terry right <laughs> How does this work? And, uh, you know, none, none better to be able to follow up this week with uh, Aaron Kennedy. You know, we we were looking back over um, what's been occurring in the markets. And um, I had the opportunity to sit in with Aaron with a client this last week and hear him speak. And I'm so excited for you guys to be able to hear him today because, you know, we're in an 11 year bull market it is the, I mean, it was officially the longest bull market when in May or April, somewhere, somewhere back in somewhere there. Yeah, there. somewhere back in there, right? And, um, you know, things are being questioned. Is this the end of the ride? You know, are we, should we be being more conservative or are we going to miss out? Is there more to come? And, and what's going on with that? And, you know, I think that's a big question on everyone's mind. And so there was a quote I heard by another uh, money manager that we use a lot of times. He sell it. He says, follow the signals, not the noise. And I thought that was really wise advice, right? We got to look at the signals and not the noise. And that's what Aaron's here today about. Um, not the media, not what the news is saying, not what your, you know, the, the salesman on the street is trying to sell you, you not know, the and not, not the chairs, right? It's the true facts and figures and what's going on behind the scenes. So um, without further ado, we will let Aaron take the center stage and give us our market update. Well, glad to be here, everybody. So far this year, it has been an incredible year for stocks. I think the S&P 500 is up over 22% as wow. of right now. And people look back at that and they, they have no idea. This is the most hated market out there. If you turn on the TV or read any kind of publication, all you hear is the negative stuff. But the market's doing extremely well. Our economy is doing well. There is some stuff going on globally. We are seeing a slowdown um, 
the tariffs that are going on between us and China, that's uh, not helping matters at all. But even before the tariffs, we got to remember that manufacturing was slowing down overseas. So this wasn't a politically induced slowdown overall. But the economy is doing well. And here in the U.S., we've been getting negative news about all these economic numbers. You know, the production indexes, the manufacturing indexes. Well, guess what? That is 11% of our economic output. 11%. That's it? Yeah. (laughs) The consumer, and I keep preaching this, the consumer is 70% of our economic output. Mm. So we need to be focusing there. And if we look at look at the consumer the wage growth is actually outpacing inflation so the consumer can spend more which is extremely good we're nowhere close to where we were in 2008 Uh, from a debt standpoint most consumers they're levered up less than 100 percent of their yearly take home which is good their savings rates up higher right now uh the average consumer saving somewhere around six percent so, you know, if you got a little bit of money in the bank, you know, you feel pretty good. You probably spend a little bit more. And these are all wonderful things for the economy. And it's going to be difficult for, you know, 11% of our economic output to drag down the 70 that's doing so well. You know, it's funny you say that. So uh, Brett was traveling back on the road yesterday and on the highway. He's talking to the guy behind him on the phone. And they said, can y'all, can you believe how busy this highway is on a Sunday? This is nuts. And it just goes to prove, you know, what you're saying is that people are spending money. They're traveling. They're going. They're doing um, more than we've seen in a long time. Look at your restaurant parking lots, your your store parking lots. Absolutely full yeah so this this whole notion that we're really we're in for a slowdown right now it's just we're not we're not seeing it right now and you know from an investment standpoint that's great because this is a hated market if you go look and see what's actually happened what are people doing they're still pulling money out of stock funds at a record level and going safe with it you know we start to get worried when everybody's buying stocks everybody's an expert when your neighbor's telling you how to invest and how to retire comfortably in two years you know then we're running into problems but we're not there right now we're not there at all we're a pretty good spot investment wise yeah so kind of going back to that and i i want to leave you with a question i want to leave our listeners with a question and then we're going to come back and then i'll let you answer it uh but uh, you know the all big right. i think the big question is is you know okay so we got 11 year bull market it's 11 year bull market that's a long bull market can't go on forever what do people need to be doing with their portfolios during this time you'll get the answer when you come back right here on life planning 101 Segment two, Life Planning 101, we left you with a question. Yes. Yeah, apparently it got your attention, right, Terry? Um, but, you know, I think we've, we're in an 11-year bull market. And, by the way, we have Aaron Kennedy, if you've just, you're just joining us, um, our very own CFA in-house, and, and giving us a market update. And, obviously, the economic signals are all pointing north, is the report we just got. But, you know, you've got an 11-year bull market on our hands. And, you know, people are nervous about that. Well, I say people are nervous about it. In fact, it's kind of a weird environment. We've got a double-edged sword environment. Yes. 
because some people are nervous about tariffs, nervous about politics, nervous about the length of this bull market. How long can it go? What can happen? And then you have the other people that it feels like the 90s all over again and nothing is good enough and they want to make more and more and, you know, they're not satisfied with anything but high double digit return. Well, is that even right for them in their situation? So what should people be doing and why is it so all over the board? That's a great question. You know, we are late in a bull market and we, like I said earlier, we are starting to see a little bit of deterioration in, in some of our economic numbers. But there's nothing out there that points that once these numbers start to go south, you need to get out of the market. There's no timer that says, hey, you got 13 months and then this is all over. There's nothing out there. So if you are a long-term investor, I don't think I would really change your allocation of how much stocks and how much bonds you, you really own. But the better way to look at it is when everything is, is where we're at now. You know, we have a little bit overpriced market. Where do you want to be? You know, and I, I think the answer is that is, is start to get a little bit defensive. We've been having a big push to move into more quality companies. Uh, those are ones that don't have a big debt load. They're returning a bunch of money on their equity. Uh, you know, just good, safe companies. And if you start to get defensive, you know, you can still get a bunch of this market return that we will see before it actually turns over. And that's whether it's two years down the road or another 10 you know, I think you still get in and you get as much as you can just as safely as, as you possibly can. Yeah. And I think it'd be good for our listeners to know, you know, because, um, you know, I think people hear what they want to hear. So if someone's hearing that from an angle of um, I'm scared, well, I just heard to get defensive and get safe. So when you're talking about getting defensive and getting safe, what percentage of the portfolio are you typically talking about that with on an on an average retiree, you know, 60-40, uh, 70-30 portfolio? Well, I think today in today's environment, we have to be invested more in stocks than in bonds, more than in any time in history. The 10-year treasury yield is somewhere around 1.6 right now. Ooh, so that's you're exciting. Not, you're not going to get a bunch from your bonds. You know, uh, the, the S&P 500 actually yields more more than the 10-year. And it wasn't not too long ago that the S&P 500 yielded more than the 30-year. So when I say get defensive, it is moving into those sectors that usually are a little bit more defensive. You know, it doesn't matter what goes on in the economy. Uh, my kids are still going to eat breakfast in the morning. So why don't we look at stocks that are pretty defensive one way or the other, regardless of what goes on in the market? Yeah, everybody so, likes Lucky Charms. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know, um, people are going to use General Mills every single day. People are going to need medicine, Johnson & Johnson. You know, these are typically defensive that is not a recommendation to go buy it. <laughs> I'm just cover. trying to get uh, get an idea of, of where I would be going. And right. that would be more defensive companies that are being run correctly, that are not highly leveraged, don't have a lot of debt on the balance sheet. Yeah, the risk, they're lowering the risk of the company, the company That's risk. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought this was good. So, um, you know, I spoke of Charlie Mahar earlier. Uh, it's a money manager that we use. And uh, he said in a recent uh, webinar that he did, I wrote it down because it's just powerful. It's nice to win an inning. It is much more important 
to win the game. Absolutely. You know, That's right. And we're here, right? We're, we're, you've got these two sides of people, greed, fear. And if you play to either one of those, you're going to lose the game. You might win the inning, but you're going to lose the game. Because in reality, it's not about that. It's about your long-term goals and making sure that you know, over the next 20, 30, 40 years, your investments can keep up with those and you know, f- function for you, not just be an investment themselves. They have to function for you. Otherwise, what's the point, right? What, what do you have all that money That's for? Exactly right. you know, so it's so important to be able to do that. And you know, Aaron, I know you talk all the time about getting your risk right. And so I'm going to leave our listeners and you with another question for when we come back. And I want you to talk, if you don't mind, about what you're actually talking to people about as far as their risk goes right now. And do they need to change it? Do they need to be looking at something different? How should they be measuring their risk in this 11-year bull market when 2009 feels like a lifetime ago? Right here on Life Planning 101 when we come back. Final segment already, Life Planning 101 on this beautiful Monday morning. Angela? Yes, and we are talking about what you should expect from your investments. What is going on with this market? If you're just now joining us, we have Aaron Kennedy, uh, CFA at Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group in-house. And uh, we've been talking about this 11-year bull market. And, you know, one one of the things I think people forget. So a bear market's defined by when you go down, you retract over 20%, right? Right. Okay, so... We almost got there twice on the S&P 500 in the last 11 years. In 2011, it retracted 19.4%, okay? Other indices went well over the 20% mark. But if we're just looking at the S&P 500, it didn't actually get there, right? So uh, was it actually recession? Was it not? No. Not not necessarily indices, but entire markets. Yeah. Just not the S&P. Just not the S&P. So what did that mean? You know, and and, and is that, that, does that give more proof to where we're at today in the longevity of this market? And then the second time, okay, so I bet you haven't even been paying attention because everything rebounded so quickly, but there was a 19.8% pullback last year. Last year. Last year. Did anybody feel it? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Where did he That's go? That's why a lot of people are saying, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, it's hard to think back that far. Yeah. But that was a scary time. <laughs> you know, October through December was, was just ugly in the markets. Yes. You know, but... Time cures all, especially with investing. Yes. Time cures all. And what did you say we're up this year? So Yeah, 22%. Yeah, so there we are. So, yeah, I I guess returns cure all, too. That's exactly (laughs) right. And I think the market's up 14% from the drawdown. Wow. So we've had a very nice turnaround. Yes. Volatile, but very nice turnaround. Yes. And, you know, this was some other interesting things about that. So the bull market that ended the 90s. Uh, this was the biggest biggest bull market percentage-wise that's ever happened. Uh, it had a 417% increase in the S&P 500. We're up, but not near to 400. We're up over 300, but not near to 400, and over a much longer period of time. And so, you know, I think, you know, you think about bubbles. How do they happen? Quick, fast, and they pop, right? That's right. So we've had a slow Remember how like 2009 to 2016 felt like just, like nothing was happening. It just was. Walking in quicksand. Yes, yes. And 
And all of a sudden, now we've got this nice bull market momentum's going and gaining. So it's just a totally different animal that we're dealing with today um, than we were. So we were talking about, you know, right before we left the show, the question was about risk, right? You've got all of this information. You've got the economics behind things, the numbers, right? We talked about following the signals, not the noise necessarily. Um, You know, we talked about the portfolio, what that should actually look like. But I think the biggest thing we talk about is, you know, we're more risk managers than we are money managers. What does that mean for investors today? What should they be doing to make sure that their risk is right so that they don't make the wrong decision? That's a great question. (laughs) So everybody has their own special risk tolerance. Everybody likes to drive a certain speed on the interstate. You know, everybody... Uh, has a decision on whether they would jump out of an airplane or not. They all have different (laughs) risk scores and tolerances, and that doesn't change. The core risk tolerance does not change over time. Now, once you're taking those tests, I can tell you whether that number is going to go up or down depending on what the market's done in the last three months. If the market's going straight up, all of a sudden you're a risk taker. The market's going down, you know, not so much. (laughs) But from an investor... You know, you need to get an idea of what that risk tolerance is. And you need to get it hammered down. And you know you have it right when it's not going to change or your portfolio is not going to change if the market goes up 100%. Your risk tolerance is not going to change if the market goes down 50%. You know, and if you can get that perfect balance between greed and fear, that's where you need to stay, regardless of what's going on in the market. I'd say that's the most important thing. Yes. Most important thing. You know, uh, Charlie Munger, for those of you who don't know who that is, it's kind of, uh, I guess, what you call Warren Buffett's hidden partner that's yes. just amazing, right? He's, I mean, he's been in it from the beginning with Warren and their company. And he tells a story about going fishing, and he was buying a fishing lure at a store. And he said to the shop owner, he says, my gosh, they're pink and green. No fish is really going to take this, are they? And the man replied to him, Mr. I don't sell to fish. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, you know, there's this thing out there called clickbait, right? And you see gold commercials. You see annuity salesmen can't lose anything. Everything's always going to go up. Clickbait, right? See, too good to be true. The chair. Right? We're going to sell chairs in the street, $15 to sit and eat for the rest of your life, right? Clickbait, okay? That's right. People are out there, and we talked about this last week, preying on people's emotions. I hate to say that, but, you know, and we even talk about it in our industry is that, you know, people will not make a decision until they have enough fear or greed to do it. It's true. Right. It is so true. Unfortunately, that's how we're wired as human beings. If we were wired by logic, would anybody be destitute? No. No, we wouldn't, right? It'd be a lot easier. It'd be a lot easier, but we're not. So, you know, I think um, it's kind of like going to AA and realizing the first step is the admittance, right? Right. The admittance is you are, you do contain fear and greed. I contain fear and greed. Even Aaron contains fear and greed. He talks about it all the time. I love your system. You got a whiteboard, right? Yes. You write down. Explain this. You write down stocks. Yes, we look at where the value of the market is where the momentum of the market is. So we're looking at a constant, constant market that is changing between fear and greed. And what are people doing? Are they getting defensive, going to the fearful side, or are they 
being all animalistic and jumping in the stocks and going over the most high-flying ones out there. And we can engage that on a daily basis to see what the, the market temperament is. Yeah. So that spot checking is so important, even for your advisor to be doing. You know, we've seen uh, the pitfall of many advisors, honestly, is their fear or their greed, their right. own fear, their own greed in what they do with their clients. And, it, you know, you know, staying the course is the most important thing, as Aaron said getting that risk right making sure that things are set up right Um, bruce lee there's a wonderful quote out there he says long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity and this goes both ways you know remembering to stay disciplined knowing your long-term plan staying consistent is so important. Is there anything else, Aaron, that our listeners need to know um, in the markets today or things to be leery of or watch out for or just in general to make sure that they're doing with their advisor and their portfolio? I'm sure there's lots. (laughs) (laughs) Come see us. Yes, come see us. (laughs) Yes. Just mostly do not let your emotions get the most of you at this point because you know, I know we're bombarded on a daily basis about negative news and negative things. And, you know, you just, you really have to see through the smoke and, and stay the course. You know, regardless of what you hear, regardless of what you see, you need to stay the course. Get your risk right and stick to it. And that's the hardest thing is, is finding what is your risk tolerance? What is your comfort zone yes glad you asked terry so great way to end the show today you can go to our website www.kennedy-financial.com www.kennedy-financial.com we actually have what is my risk score and you can take it's like a two-minute thing that you go through and you can test and then if you want to keep going you can stress test your portfolio right now as it is to see actually how much risk there is so like if a 2008 happened again how low it could go um you know if we had a bull market what you would be missing out on so you can really understand because i always say you you know you lose and many people do you lose dollars and dollars you gain in percentages right right so if you want to see the dollar effect on your portfolio this is the best tool to be able to use it and it's right there on our website so you know you talk about getting it right that's getting it right what can you stomach what can you sleep at night we're always asking our clients are you sleeping at night if they're not sleeping at night we need to make changes because nothing else is going to work if that isn't right that's the most important thing so we appreciate all of our listeners appreciate aaron coming on the show Thank you for being here and and giving us your insight. And um, we've got the yellow green light. Keep moving. (laughs) So we appreciate that. Keep marching Uh, forward. Keep marching forward. Stay disciplined. Stay consistent. And uh, just know that you aren't alone in this game. You can go get help. And we recommend you do. You aren't trying to do all this by yourself with your own emotions because that's where you're going to get lost and that's where you're going to get caught. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. God bless everyone. God bless Texas, the most recession-proof state in the United States. And uh, we appreciate you guys. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.